Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. And this is one of my solo episodes. So the show that I do for you, the listener, on the topics you most want to hear about, be sure to send me an email, innerdominatrix at gmail.com, or pop into the Facebook group, Access your inner dominatrix, and I would love to hear from you. What do you want to know? So today's episode is inspired by Jen Hunter. Jen is skeptical of this idea that something that's going on in her body could possibly be not hers. And so I thought, this is a great topic for me to you know, jump in here and really kind of explore in depth. Because quite honestly, if I'm typing something out on social media... Ah, written word is really not my big forte, so I tend to not want to go into the depth that I could in this format. So this is great. I can get in here and we can discuss it. Well, I'll talk to myself. You're going to listen. <laughs> you know. So we're just going to like dive in onto this idea of, you know, how do we get to that point where we can assess whether something that we're feeling is actually ours or not? Making this assumption that everything that we feel in our body has to be ours doesn't give us the choice to recognize when it's not ours and we just need to let it go like extra suitcases that we carry around that don't even belong to us. Let me walk you through how to get to here. So the first thing that we've got to look at is we've got to get you in touch with your internal compass. And the internal compass is your you kind of your notifications for whether you're on track with your intuition or whether you're off track. And some people describe it as, you know, true north or, you know, whatever, however you describe that. But basically for me, I like to say it's what is it that your body gives you that indication of a yes answer or, oh, that's, that's light. That feels like, oh, that's going to be juicy. That's going to be yummy. That's going to bring me something that I truly desire. And this is so key because we want to be able to tune into our intuition ahead of the game. You know, for most of it, actually, no, for all of us, like really, let's be honest. When has your intuition ever been wrong? Like never. Every time you look in hindsight, it's there. It's always right. And so being able to tune into your intuition is a godsend for being able to make decisions. And honestly, if you are growing your business, the bigger it grows, the more decisions that you're going to need to make, the shorter the time period that you're going to have to make them. And sometimes you need to make them based on limited facts. So you can't spend the time digging in and researching and doing all those kinds of things. You're going to have to, at some point, trust your instincts, trust that gut knowing. And so what I'm going to teach you today is going to build that muscle so that later on, when you are dealing with a multitude of decisions to make every day, you can make them quickly, you can make them easily and just keep moving on. All right. Sound fair. Okay. So how do you get to the yes and the no? 
If you've been following me for a while, maybe you've heard this already, but we're going to reiterate it for those that this is possibly new for. There's a number of different ways that you can use to kind of get yourself tuned into what is a yes or no. So I'm going to give you a couple of possibilities. There's a bazillion. I'm just going to go through three today and know that there are lots of other ways. If these three don't work, send me a message and we will dig up another one. So the first one that you can go through is you, you put your thumb and your index or your, yeah, your pinky finger together. You put them together and you just hold them together loosely and you ask your body to show you a yes while you take your index finger of your other hand and you pull against your two fingers that are closed and you'll get a resistance. So they'll stay closed if that's a yes. And then you can ask your body to show you a no. And what you're going to do is you're going to maintain the same amount of pressure holding and the same amount of pressure pulling, and you should pull them apart with the same amount of effort. Now, for me, that's not my most favorite, but I know some people that that works really well for. And if that clicks for you, great. There's a nice, easy tool. You can use it anywhere. You can be sitting in a restaurant and asking, you know, choices of what to eat. You could be, you know, checking in for decisions. Do I go this direction, that direction? That's one option. Other option that I find quite helpful for me and for a lot of people that I work with is what we call a body sway test. And in this one, you need to stand up. So you're going to stand with your feet hip width apart. And then what you want to do is you just put your arms down at your sides and you, again, you just ask your body to show you a yes and your body should move some direction. Maybe it's forward, maybe it's back, maybe it's to one side. Doesn't matter what the direction is, it's more important that you're getting the communication going. So then to check, double check, we ask the body, show me a no. And you should get an opposite type reaction. So if you moved forward for yes, typically you'll move backward for no. And if you moved backwards for yes, then typically you'll move forwards for no. Okay, so all you're doing is it's like, okay, now I know which direction is yes and which direction is no, and I can start asking questions. Okay, same thing as the finger pulling, but just a different way to get there. Now, I recognize that for some other people, that doesn't work either, or that's not always practical. So the one that is, you know, maybe a little more advanced, because the first two are very physical and it gives you something that you can see. You can see it working. You can see that it's causing a reaction and you can get that gauge going. The third one is to just sit quietly with your eyes closed and ask your body to show you a yes. And you're going to just notice the sensations in your body. And so it Typically, it feels like it's expansive. It's kind of opening for yes. You know, things lighten up maybe in the chest area or in the head. Doesn't, again, it doesn't matter where, only that you're paying attention to what yes feels like. All right. Then we do the same thing and we ask our body to show us a no and pay attention to what does that feel like. So once you've got the yes and the no, Now we're ready. So whichever method and try them all out, right? See what one actually works for you. Maybe you'll use a combination of all of them. Maybe you'll use none of them, or maybe you'll make up something else that gives you your yes and no. The thing is right now, even if you're skeptical, trust it, go with it, play with it, 
and then later on we can refine it. But for now, just experiment. Get back into that that little five-year-old playful kind of mindset. It's like, oh, I wonder. I wonder what the answer is going to be. Where is it going to move, right? And you really get kind of curious about things. So it's to wipe all that off. And then we're going to just start with very basic questions. You know, I love just getting people in touch with things like, Body, do you want a glass of water? Body, do you want some coffee? Body, do you want a cigarette? You start asking those kinds of questions and, you know, a wide variety of them. So things that you think you want, things that you think you don't want, but be curious. So don't assume the answer is going to be no on any particular thing. Because I've had people who have actually had a yes for a cigarette. You know, maybe you're a smoker. Maybe you used to be a smoker. Maybe your body does want it. I don't know. We don't know for sure, right? But if we just get curious, instead of assuming and going, I'm not going to ask that question, I wouldn't possibly want a cigarette. Maybe it'll just confirm that a no is a no, right? And you can check in with different foods. You can check in with, you know, what clothes do I want to wear? You can hold up two shirts and you go, body, do you want to wear this shirt? Or body, do you want to wear this shirt? And it seems really silly. I get it. Like, it's like body, what do you, right? Like you're constantly going around asking your questions. But what you're actually doing is you are developing the muscle to tune yourself in to your intuition. And later on, when you're making big decisions, this fine tuning muscle development over and over again is going to be imperative because you need to know that you trust your intuition. You need to know that it that it does work and that the answer that you're getting, you can follow it and you will follow it. So we're going to work your way up to bigger decisions. You start out with small things, food, what to wear, maybe what route to take to work or to go see somebody. And then you can start ramping it up of, you know, if you're in business, you might want to play with, should I go to this event? Like, you know, body, do you want to go to this event? Does this work for me? Does it, you know, how light does it feel? And you start to play with those questions and it makes it easier to follow that niggle and to go in that direction. So coming back to around to the original thing that Jen inspired for me was checking in on whether something is actually yours in your body. We can check in, we can ask the questions. And the other thing that I like to play with, so this would be Again, a little bit of a part two after you've played with the asking the questions for at least a week and you really get that feel and you're building that muscle. Now, part two of this is we're actually going to use three questions. And I want you at this point to have been tuned into a sensation of light or what that yes feeling is for you. And so you you ask again without any expectation of what the answer is and when you think about a sensation that's in your body or a feeling that you're having, then you can, you can ask, does this belong to me? Does this belong to someone else? Or does this belong to something else? And what you're looking for is just which of those three cause that sensation of yes in your body. Okay. Do be aware that all of my clients, when I'm working with them, even people that have worked with me for a long time, it's the the habit and the ingrained reaction is to want to get that brain in there to go logical on, well, that's probably mine because, and the minute that you're doing that, know that your brain is getting engaged. And in fact, if you are assessing it longer than half a second, I can guarantee that your 
brain is in there and messing with it. And that's not where we want to get our answer. We want to get our answer from the intuition, not the brain, right? So get that immediate nanosecond response. And all you're looking for, you can say them really fast. This belong to me, someone else or something else. And it's like, which one gives you that bing? It lights up. That's what you trust. If it doesn't belong to you, then your thing is to just let it go, right? You detach from whatever it was. It's like, okay, it's not mine, right? If you're walking through an airport and you got a hundred suitcases that you're carrying along behind you, you might want to check the tags and see whether they're actually yours or whether you need to like leave them be and just take your suitcase so that you only have your clothes when you land at your destination, right? Same kind of thing. We're wanting to double check everything that we have on board our system is actually ours and not crap that's weighing us down. All right. So that's the piece to play with. And I get it that so many people are hesitant to believe that they're hesitant to trust it. And so sometimes it's easier if you actually have somebody who can give you feedback. I'm really good with that with people. I'm, you know, when I'm working with people, I can sense what's going on in their body and I can give them that read for them. And I always know the minute that they're into their head, it's like, okay, don't come on back. Let's get you checked into your brain. And it's like a, it's like a training program to get people really connected with, with themselves, with their own inner knowing. Cause you followed me for a while, then you know that I am all about you are the expert. You are the guru, not me. I'm giving you some tools. I'm giving you some reminders, checking you in, keeping you on track. But ultimately, it's you, not me. I don't have the answers for you. I'm going to guide you how to find your answers. So it's tougher in the beginning. It's not like going to somebody and getting a reading and they're going to tell you, oh, you need to do this thing. Da, da, da. Um, it's a lot cheaper in the long run if you're able to check in for those answers on your own. So bit tougher in the beginning, stick with it because it is so worth it. And I totally know you can do it. If you need somebody to help guide you, or you want that feedback, I want you to reach out because I love doing that with people. I love helping them really get people deeply connected to their own knowing. And so they can really feel their inner power. All right. That is your nugget for this week. Have a fantastic day and we'll see you next time on The Inner Dominatrix. Thanks for tuning in to The Inner Dominatrix, the show that lets you step into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready to own your Inner Dominatrix, then hop over to my website, innerdominatrix.com and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bold, sexy, fun-filled life.